Welcome back to The Future is in Your Hands. I'm Zerlin Deary. I'm a licensed and board certified massage therapist and educator with 30 years experience. I may be ruffling some feathers with the information that I'm giving you. However, these are things that I'm going to encourage you to question and be concerned about as you consider becoming a massage therapist. I do appreciate your trust. And I want you to know there's not going to be any ads on here. No one is paying me to do this. No company, school, group, or organization. You may have felt like we've really covered a whole lot of information up to this point. I have to tell you that there's a lot more. I want to introduce you to some valuable concepts, processes, and questions to help you along the way. Now, whether you decide to go to the massage school and try to find the best one, the right one that's the best fit for you, or you decide this is not your thing and maybe you didn't want to go to massage school after all, taking the time and doing the exploration is going to matter. I know I'm not really going to convince anyone to go to massage school or not go to massage school. I'm just going to share information and help everybody make more knowledgeable decisions. None of this stuff is really secret, but it just may not be the things that you think about or be informed about before you show up in school. So here's what I'm going to share with you today. Things I wish I knew before I went to massage school. Things your future teachers hope you know before you show up in their class. And things your local therapist may wish you knew before you went to massage school. I didn't realize how much laundry I was going to be doing over the years. I never imagined how many sheet sets I would be buying. You know, that's something to ask when you're actually interviewing a school is, do you need to buy sheets? Do you need to buy a certain kind of sheet? Do you need to bring them to class with you? Do you need to bring them to clinical experiences? Or do they have sheets there? You know, what is actually expected because it may matter. It may matter to you. You may not have a washer and dryer that's available to use all the time to wash your sheets. So it's a good question. Keep in touch with your classmates. And you know, before my first day in massage school, I didn't really realize that everyone that goes to massage school doesn't become a successful therapist. And I had to learn all along the way that we have to be careful and not judge. You may be very surprised that the people you may think are going to be really successful in massage school may not be. And somebody that's your classmate that you think is not going to be very successful is. You know, it isn't always confidence, money, intelligence that makes someone really successful. It takes work. I was very surprised that I was going to have to do so much more marketing and businessy things than I ever imagined. Uh, seriously, I'm still learning here. And things change all the time. Back when I was in massage school, a business course, a business math, basic accounting or marketing would have been amazing. But now there is so much more technology, programs, and social media we need to be aware of. Even if you work for someone else, 
you may need to be able to do the math to check your paycheck. And even if you work for another massage business, you may need to participate and do some marketing. You know, I wish I had known that massage school was really just the beginning and there was so much more to learn that first day. Now, back in the late 80s, I took a 150-hour massage technician training and then I took a 500-hour massage therapy program and I did it in an unlicensed state where it wasn't all required. And then I moved to an unlicensed state where that all wasn't required. And I practiced there for 25 years. There were people that said I was stupid for doing that. But I knew I needed that education. And I wanted that education. Because so many other states at that time did require 500 hours or more. I always wanted to be as good as anyone else, no matter where I practiced. And you know, I thought about this, and it didn't hit me really hard until about three months before I graduated and started thinking about it. I had no idea that I would still be doing massage over 30 years later, but I am, and I'm looking forward to going to classes, and I go to conferences, and I really enjoy it. Another thing was that I wished I had had more information about the organizations and history of massage in the United States. Other health professions have different ways to begin. Sometimes you have to do job shadowing or complete some basic college courses before you start training. Other health professions may only have one organization, you know, like the American Physical Therapy Association, the American Nursing Association, or the National Athletic Trainers Association. The massage therapy profession has a plethora of groups that say they are organizations and or associations. Some are, some are not. Some are nonprofit, some are for-profit. Some are necessary, and some are just selling you some insurance. This is something that's going to be important later on. Body security and insecurity is a big thing before you start massage school because nothing, nothing really prepares you to walk into class and start disrobing with a bunch of strangers and get and give massages from classmates. There's no gym or yoga class that prepares you for this. So you might need to be asking about the requirements for exchanging hands-on skills with other classmates. How is this going to happen? Will you be required to exchange with everybody in class? And why is that? Is there a dressing room? What is the procedure? Surely everyone doesn't just get naked. I mean, how weird will it feel being on the table, receiving or giving a massage, working in a room with, you know, 10 or 20 other people doing the same thing and somebody walking around and watching you? It's, it ends up being a little odd sometimes. So... Nobody is ever really prepared for this. There are things that your future teachers hope you know before you show up in their class. This is not funny or sexy. So I know everyone's going to be in class the first day, especially and you have some anxiety, you're nervous, and sometimes you want to use humor. But be careful that you're not being disrespectful and understand that teacher has already heard all the dirty massage jokes, so it's not going to be funny to them. 
Remember that five minutes early is on time. Every single class, every single day. I'm completely serious here because class begins on time. When you arrive at class time, class is beginning and you still have to put up your coat or lunch and get your homework ready to go over and get yourself seated. <sighs> and it's not just you. How many other people are in class? How many other people are wandering around, bumping, making noise, sliding into seats and everything, getting settled after class has started? This is a community. It matters how do you learn to cooperate in that community. It matters how you respect and support your own learning process and everyone else's too. So that five minute delay, all that rambunctiousness that has to happen before class starts, that might cause somebody later not to ask a question. So really, be there, be ready. Class starts at this time. And think about what that would look like in your future practice. If you were to arrive when your client's session time begins, wait, you need to get your linens on your table. You've got to prepare your lotion or your cream. You've got to find their file and remember what you did last time or get an intake form ready for them to fill out and find a pin or look at the one they did online and sent to you so you can start to plan your session. How much is coming away from your session time? See, it does matter. Your future massage teacher really hopes that you know what a massage feels like before you walk in class. Getting your first massage in class would be kind of weird. So they'll be very happy to know that you've been receiving massages. And you may be surprised that you may have some classmates that may have not. Your future teacher also hopes that you know what a massage costs. You know, they're going to go over this in class, but it's nice to be aware of it before. There's a great discrepancy in prices for massage. Changes in pricing depend on if you're out of business, in a membership group, doing Groupons, having a home visit, many other things. But the most important thing you need to know right now before you start school is that amount is not what you're going to be paid an hour. And we're going to talk about income and money again in another episode. Your teacher also hopes that you know that massage school is not a contest. Some competitiveness among classmates is fun. Don't be the one that always has to have to win and have to have the top score. Don't make it uncomfortable for other classmates. Throwing shade on others is not going to make your light shine brighter. The teachers know the score. There is no best. You need to learn to compete with yourself each week in class and be more concerned about learning the material and being able to pass the licensing exam instead of having a higher score than your classmate. Because after you graduate, you're going to be colleagues. You might want to work with some of these people later. Your teacher also will very much appreciate if you understand it's a massage table and not a bed. You're going to ask if the tuition is also covering a massage table for you. And if so, are you required to transport it to and from class? You see how that might make a difference? What if you're taking public transportation? What if you have a really tiny car? So, you know, you need to find out what 
kind of table they're going to provide for you if it's and if it's required. And maybe do an internet price check on that. See if you can find it cheaper. Or maybe ask if you can purchase your own table. You know, some programs in schools do require you have this included in your tuition and leaves you absolutely no choice. Sometimes that's a really great deal and a really good package. Other times it's a way for a school to make more money. So just make sure that you know what your real options and real requirements are. And please don't go buy a massage table yet. I'm going to have a future episode that will help you with that too. You need to make sure you're getting enough sleep and not in class. Massage therapy training can be very challenging. There's all the academic stuff, reading and writing and using your brain, and then there's all the active stuff when you'll be doing massage and working on developing your hands-on skills. And so it's going to wear you out. You're going to be tired. You need to get your rest. Understand, what you resist, persist. If you're uncomfortable working with people that are different than you, this is the best time to get over that. You may not be able to control who shows up on your table. And just think about this. I don't believe there's another health profession that limits their training to specific types of people. So no discriminating, please. Willingness, compassion, and kindness is necessary. The teacher really hopes that she's got people in her class that are going to understand this. You're going to be in school or a program for at least five or six months, if not a year or a year and a half. Drama isn't going to help anything or anyone. It's going to be very necessary to get along with the teachers and the other students as well. You need to feel comfortable. This is your home away from home. This is your school. You need to feel welcome, but so does everybody else. So please, don't be a smart ass or disrespect the instructors. You may be needing them later on to give you a recommendation. <laughs> this might be really important for your future. And some of the things that your local massage therapist may wish you knew before you went to massage school may surprise you. They want you to know that they exist. So people go to massage school just because they didn't really see any other therapist around and thought they'd be the only one. And then they get out of massage school and they find out there's all these other people there and they're like, wow. You know, so, and why do you need to know that? and how many are in your town, it, it may be kind of important because if you're assuming you're the only one and then you find out that there's this flooded market there and that everybody in town is actually working somewhere else, that might change your plans or not. But how are you going to find out? You know, how you find out may be that same place you went to find out your license information. Call them. See if there's some way that they can show you online how you can look up how many licensees are in your state, your county, your town. You'd be surprised. You can also check out findamassagetherapist.com and you can search by your zip code and see how many of those therapists are in your area. You know, it may be an area where rent costs are very challenging 
or the municipal rules are not very friendly to private practices or home studios. And this may really matter for you. You could be making friends now with the local therapist and not later. You could be finding out ahead of time where people are working. You know, your local massage therapist may want you to understand that they struggled or they're still struggling to make it. They may have wished you called them first because they would try to talk you out of it or because they'd like to meet you and want to support you. Maybe they want you to know they're doing very well and they need another therapist to join them. You know, they might want to tell you what they think about that place in town that's always hiring massage therapists and kind of save you some trouble. And maybe they hope that you would specialize in something that they have no interest in so that they can use you as a referral. I hope that all of this has given you some insight. I also hope that you're enjoying working your way through this and doing the activities and assignments. So just for review, at this point, I have recommended that you get three massages from three different therapists at three different places. I've also asked you to do the internet scavenger hunt number one. Discover if the state you're planning to practice in regulates massage therapy and find out everything you're going to need to get a license. And then I suggested internet scavenger hunt number two. Look for massage therapy schools and programs and see if you can find their catalog or curriculum and start exploring it and comparing them. I'm not going to give you another assignment this time. I know some of you may still be scheduling massages and looking at schools and websites, but I'm going to remind you of some red flags while you're looking at the massage school websites, and maybe you're calling some of them too. So just be aware. If they do not list the cost on the website, or if they say you have to visit the school in person to find out the cost of tuition, or if they require you to give them all of your contact information before they answer any questions on the phone. This might be a very hard sell situation, or it might be a really good school with an overly structured sales department. You need to be very cautious if you start hearing these statements. The massage therapy profession is growing fast. There's a huge shortage of massage therapists. You can get scholarships to cover all your tuition costs. You're going to make a great living doing massage working at a franchise. A lot of successful massage therapists got their start at franchises. So listen up next time. We're going to talk about value and money. How do you know this school or program is as good as they say it is? What are those initials the schools use? Is it an accreditation, an approval, or a membership in an organization? Are they just trying to show you they're legit? But what does it actually really mean? What does it mean to you? I'm also going to bring you some information about cost of programs and some different options you have to pay for your education. So yeah, more stuff you may not find out or realize until it's too late. That's what I'm doing. And this is Zerlin Deary reminding you, the future is in your hands. The 
Future is in Your Hands is a production of and is the intellectual property of Zero and Deary and Anatriptic Alchemy. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors as long as they're factually based. This podcast represents her own personal opinions based on her education and experience and does not represent the views or opinions of the American Massage Therapy Association, the Society for Oncology Massage, the National Certification Board for Therapeutic Massage and Bodywork, the Massage Therapy Foundation, or any other organization or institution. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day.